It's a good one to put on your sex playlist if you haven't already done so. We've urged you to do that before. Oh, really? The XX Crystallized. I want to see. You don't want it to be the first song, but you want this like when things start to get. Sex music is very sexy. We just don't know what's good sex music until you're having sex to it. Because right. there could be a song that you don't think would be good sex music, and then you find yourself having sex to it, and you're like, well, this is nice. And on the other side, there are songs that you think would be okay if you're having sex, and then you hear them while you're having sex, and you're like, God, I really have to hit skip right now. Like Electric Avenue by Eddie Grant. That can be. That really can kill the mood. Oh, it did. Like if you're like if you're in the midst of it, and all of a sudden a song comes on that is just Dude. completely out of place. Absolutely. This is a good one though. You should uh, you should put this one on your list. Oh yeah. should go on your sex list too. Got a big plan, this mindset, maybe it's right at the This right this one was in American Horror Story, right? The, the hotel the, scene. The, the Gaga scene. Yeah, yeah that's Devil's Three Way scene. That was the first time I heard this song. Yeah. I had heard it before that because we had them at the O Rock 1059 No Snow Show. I like to go to commercials on Spotify. Is that on anybody's playlist? I mean, it's on mine because I won't pay for Spotify. It's such a mystery. Like, what's their cadence going to be on the read? And they go, oh, that's exciting. Except it's the same commercials. So if you last longer than 10 minutes, you're going to hear them again. Yeah, that's a big if, I know. I know, well. You're married, so it's a race to the finish now. What finish? Yours. I'm staying. One long session with no ending. Oh, man. I bet that was so exaggerated. But isn't that great that Sting gets that rep? You know, you say in one interview that you're practicing Tantra and that you can last a little longer in the sack. And then for the rest of your uh, life, where you're one of the best singers in the history of singdom, you also are known as a dude who can plow forever without having to finish. But is that... What? I mean, don't you... I don't know. I guess is it good. pleasurable if you don't have the conclusion? Yeah, it absolutely is. The act is great, dude. Oh, I mean, yeah, that is great. But I mean, you know, the, the that release is is where you know is where is that is where it's at for some. And the release oh, is nice, but they there's nobody telling you or believing ever that the act can be anything near the 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 release. Oh, absolutely. Because if you if you uh, deny yourself that, then take yourself to another level. Your plane is elevated, and man, if you can keep that going. Going without having to uh, conclude the act, boom, that's Nirvana right there. And I don't mean the uh, the band. Are are there women who, from what I've heard, they they enjoy more taking care of a man than than they do themselves? Very common trait among women that uh, that they want the man's pleasure more than they want their own. And I feel not all. And I feel like there's a lot of women out there that would almost feel cheated if they didn't get that, you know, finale. 
Correct. You will notice uh, if you try to deny yourself that uh, women do take yeah, that very, like it's, very it's personally. It's not over until right. that happens. Because they need to they yeah. need to validate themselves with that. But if you can find someone who doesn't and, and the two of you want to go at it for hours, I'm not saying that I've done this before. I'm just saying it's uh, you it can, can be fun. You can go at it for hours, but it's like still, it. well, I'm just saying, even if you do, and, right. and that can be the greatest thing ever, yeah. it's still physically not going to feel as good as the moment that you- Totally disagree. I, I You don't need to finish well maybe uh the, I, what i'm saying is that whole voyage that whole journey you get a, a prolonged satisfaction and excitement at least in theory i don't know that this is necessarily true uh but you get a prolonged enthusiastic excitement that doesn't have to end and then you when it when you're both uh spent then you just go oh that was wonderful seven two seven five seven nine one oh two five but that's merely theoretical. I don't want to try it because I'm too old to do stuff like that. I'll die of a heart attack. Sarah Silverman is mad at her doctor to the point where she said she will never again use another uh, male doctor to examine her breast for a mammogram. She uh, she had it done, and she said the doctor did not glove up, and uh, and he kind of traced his finger along her chest. That's what she says. You want me to read her post? I do. Uh, he opened my gown and put gel on my breasts and smeared it around with his bare hands. Then he started talking to me about my chest x-ray and was pontificating with my boobs just out and covered in gel and cold. And finally I said, hey, can we either talk about this when I'm dressed or while you're doing the ultrasound? I'm not comfortable with my breast out just shooting the blank with you. Okay, so he smears the gel on with his hands and no gloves and when he glides the ultrasound wand thing over my breast, he drags his fingers on them, and it, I think it effing bothers me. Again, as I told him last year, I said, hey, do you need to be touching me with your fingers? Okay. Again, I've never been to a female doctor, so I don't know uh, I don't know what that's like. So her story is that she has to get a, a different type of mammogram, or they have to go over it again because she, they said she has a lot of, what is it, uh, breast tissue De or it's dense? Dense or breasts. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, so what? So what? Are you thinking that it's not a big deal? All I know is it might be the doctor. Here, thinking oh, from the doctor's perspective. I see Louis comes to town for one night, and all of a sudden, thinking from a doctor's <laughs> perspective, right? He doesn't sexualize that situation. Well, I don't. I you mean, don't you, know you, that. you, you, yeah. would, no, no, you no, no, no. Oh. I'm saying the average doctor. I'm not saying. I'm not you saying hope. this doctor. You, you hope. You'd I mean, be, we all hope. You'd be surprised. I hope that the average doctor who does that day in and day out sees tens of patients a day. I hope that to him, it's a non-sexual situation. So to him. It's not an issue to have a woman sitting there with their breasts exposed conversing with you because you've seen a million of them. She's You're having a conversation with her about the results and about her breasts so you can identify what that tissue looks like, how it feels, etc. I don't know that in that situation a doctor has impure thoughts or, or uh, intentions just because your breasts are exposed. I don't know what he was thinking. I, I know that doctors, not all of them, it's all clinical. It's that you can see hoots, and I think that they can still do something to you as a guy. But are we saying that the, that he was so turned on or he's such a pervert that he needed to glide his fingers across her chest to get his jollies? I, I don't know. Or is that just the way he does things? Because I think he told her that's how he balances, right. and she wasn't a fan of that. So is she just not a fan of how this guy goes about practicing? This to me, and I'm this is not only bullying, but it's public shaming, and 
you have a disagreement with the man about his his practice and what he does. I don't know. Look, you in Sarah's uh, opinion and defense, she's probably giving the voice to a lot of women who feel weird in those situations and don't feel that they can speak up. So that's good that she's encouraging women to speak up if they feel uncomfortable. I'm not in that room. I don't know what uncomfortable is. But looking at it from a 10,000 feet view, I can see where a doctor would think there's nothing sexual about this. And then some some patient would think, man, why is he being sexual? I totally get that she feels uncomfortable. I just I, I feel like the story reads that she goes in for a sore throat and all of a sudden her breasts are exposed and he's he's rubbing them. That's the way it reads. Right. But and that's not the case at all. She went in for a mammogram and she doesn't like the the way that this guy went about it. Drew Grubb alive. Hello. Yo. Hey, what's happening? I just wanted to chime in on that uh, thing you guys were talking about a couple minutes ago. About what uh, didn't you guys say? Thank you, though. I appreciate the phone call. Uh, Drew Grubb alive. Hello. Hi from the. Hello. Eight- Hi. Who are you? I'm Jesse. Hi, Jesse. Hi. Um, I have been a professional um counselor for um over 20 years and honestly i didn't want to get too informed on exactly what sarah said Mm. um before i called in all i heard was um why are you calling (laughs) uh i'm sorry what nothing nothing No, go ahead, please. You you wanted to know more about Sarah Silverman? Jesse? Yeah. Um, it, it's my understanding from a short article that I read that she has been to this doctor before and felt uncomfortable. So why did she go back, first of all, to this particular person who had made her feel uncomfortable um, sure. Let me give you a little apparent. Right. Here, here's where she goes on. Look, I truly don't think he was getting off on it, but it is his job to be aware that this is vulnerable for a woman. Wear effing gloves. This isn't a date. For him to be so arrogant that he didn't even internalize the problem when I said something to him about it last year is obnoxious and probably a subconscious power thing if we're getting deep. That was my last mammogram with this dude or any dude. Is that in bounds for you? I mean, a, a woman public figure using her platform to uh, to do this to a a doctor is that is that apropos? Is it fair? Um, to me, that's completely unbalanced to do that to the complete profession of medicine as um, any male figure within it. Sure, Thank- um, yeah, I agree. Thank you, Jesse. She's basically saying, I won't go back to any male doctor because I went to a male doctor that made me feel comfortable. And I went back to him after he'd made me feel uncomfortable before. And pardon me, but I don't think Sarah Silverman is in the position that she's just down to one person that she can go to. Why is she going back to someone that has made her feel uncomfortable? It would seem to me that 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 she is, um, you know, not in a financial bind. Yeah, I'm sorry, Jesse. We're tight on time. We have a four-hour show, so I gotta I gotta let you go. Thank you. I'm 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 
sorry. No, I no, it's all right. No, I appreciate the insight. I appreciate the passion. I bet you're a great uh, counselor. I would love to sit on a couch and talk to you about all the problems, but that's going to take way longer than four hours. And uh, and I, I appreciate the call very much. Have a great afternoon. You too. Thank you. 727-579-1025. I thought at first she was a robot, and then I thought she was a person, and then I went back to robot by the end of the call, but now I'm back on person. Uh, so I'm, I'm really trying to dig through this in my mind because I don't know what it's like to be a Again, female right. at a doctor. We so all, I don't, all us men will say that repeatedly. Yeah, we don't I, know what it's like in that room. And my initial thought is kind of like yours when I'm like, it's a doctor. He's doing doctor things. It's a doctor. Let's not. But- is there not a better way to put some sort of gel on a woman's breast than to just put it on your bare hands and just be like grabbing on her boobs? Like, is there not a brush? Is there not some sort of utensil in the year 2019? I don't know because I never went to medical school. Uh, if if a doctor has a better feel for the breast, and that's what they need to do to determine if there's a lump, if they have a better feel with their bare hand, then they're then they can maybe put a glove on, put the gel on, and then take the glove off. Like maybe your maybe your ungloved hand, but then again, you're gonna be groping the. Uh, well, and he's doing an ultrasound. He doesn't need yeah. to feel anything because he's about to see it all on the inside. You know what I mean? He's about to do a a scan on it. So I I don't know. That's right. just I'm thinking about. If my fiance is at a doctor and there's a and she's got to have that, and there's just a dude with gel on his hands just getting down. Like it doesn't seem like that would be the protocol if you really think about it. I am Drew Grabo live. Hello. Hi, Drew. Uh, my name is Dee. Hey, Dee. Thank you very much for being a female and calling and giving us some insight here. Because again, we're men. We don't know what it's like in that room. So I have to have the same kind of ultrasound procedure done, and I have a female doctor. Okay. She does not use a glove when she puts the gel on because she's feeling just an irregular breast, like a regular breast exam for a lump. If she feels a lump with her hand, then that's where she will do the, you know, focus the ultrasound more in that area to make sure. Okay. So my female doctor doesn't even put on a glove. All right. Now, to the point of if she wasn't comfortable with him last year, why do you go back? It's not okay if you have a platform and call out a doctor who doesn't have a voice to reach the same amount of people that you do. Yeah, and who knows how many women know who who she sees in New York. I'm sure she sees a very prominent uh, doctor who a lot of people know, even though she didn't name him. I, you know, I like Sarah a lot. I think sometimes she steps in it, but I do too. Uh, and uh, and in this case, it came it came off bullying. Yeah, it's it's not okay to do that when you you know your audience is more than the person that you're speaking about. Punch up, but- not down, right? Correct. And if she's not comfortable, then you don't go back. I've been uncomfortable with a female doctor and I change doctors. Oh, goodness. Yeah, that's got to be a re- an area where you got to be real comfortable with somebody if they're going to be expe- inspecting your, uh, you know, your you know what and your you know what's. Well, and it's bedside manner, too. I, my female doctor, I just didn't like the way that she approached me in conversation. I didn't like the way that she, you know, told me certain things. She had a horrible bedside manner. It wasn't about anything inappropriate. We just didn't work as a patient-doctor relationship. I got you. Move yeah. on. I uh, actually, in my former career, I was, a, I was a gynecologist, and I used to show up with Groucho nose and the mustache and the glasses, and I would go, at your cervix. And then, <laughs> and then, then, and then I didn't have a real good demeanor, so they asked me not to do that anymore. 727-579-1025. Every patient. New patient, old patient, didn't matter. Walk in the door. At your cervix. Kill every time or? Every time. Every time. Oh. I got to tell you, just as far as anatomy, women really got the, the, the short. Like, like they really got the short end of the stick. They got to go and be groped in all their most private of parts, like, just to keep up on their general basic health. And they got to have a doctor. They got to put their legs up in stirrups and have a guy go wandering around in there. Yeah, but don't just- we die before them? Don't we die before women so they they get to have some, all this freedom 
after we're gone. That's an interesting take. I mean, I guess, yeah. <laughs> they so go what, through all, they go through all the trauma of having their privates fondled so that they can, so they can be alone. Yeah, yeah, way yeah. to go. So they, can be, so they can be red hats when they're 90 and uh, <laughs> eat dessert first. I mean, you should be doing that anyway. All right, hang on if you're a lady. Uh, well, okay, I got I got a minute here. I should have broken right there. Idiot. Drew Grubb alive. Hello. Hey, what's up, Drew? Hi, who are you? Uh, my name's Dylan. What can we do for you, young man? Well, so I uh, once mm-hmm. had a female doctor take a look at my lower region. Okay. And uh, she uh, told me I, I had testicular torsion. Okay. So you got a little twisting down there? Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, I'm not trusting female doctors because she didn't know what she was talking about. I went. She, she told me I had to go to the emergency room. Turns out it wasn't that. Just had a good old STD. Thanks for sharing that with us this afternoon. Really, really made the show a lot better. That that kind of call really improves our show. Thoughts quality. and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. A lot. Drew Grubb alive. Hello. Hi. I was just wondering from a male's perspective, uh, the, the old turn your head and cough. Mm-hmm. If it was reversed, um, would it be awkward for, for you guys to have like your junk exposed while you know turning the head? What? Seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five and eight hundred seven seven one one zero two five. K Dubs on Twitter said, "I have found male gynecologists to be much more gentle and actually prefer them." Oh, hello. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you can maintain professionalism, and I just would, it would kill me every time on like what to make small talk about, though. You know what I'm saying? Because I gesture a lot with my hands, so you know, if we're having a conversation about something, and I kind of forget that I'm inspecting you. <laughs> Oh, no. Need a mopping bucket. Jeez, you end up looking like Charlie did this morning with that giraffe. 727-579-1025. I'm really disappointed that Twitter did not Photoshop that. Because, uh, like, if you look, the giraffe saliva, and I'm not telling anybody to do this. Have you seen this, Seth? Uh-uh. Do you know what oh, we're talking about? I have no oh, idea. No. You don't know? Oh, this Dude, is the biggest news know. in town. They've been doing cut-ins every oh, yeah. hour it's on been, Fox it's 13. Been, it's like a, it's oh, yeah. Up this is bigger than when he, you know what, the kid on the you know what. what? Charlie Char- Belcher, what, you, what happened? Is oh. he okay? Yeah, no, oh, he, he was he was, he was uh, oh, accosted he was, by a giraffe. He was attacked by an animal today. He was, <laughs> he was, uh, he, was he mounted? I mean, no, wait till you no. see this video. Was he mounted by a giraffe? Oh, dude. This, I'm going to throw a retweet. Oh, dude, I got to I'm going to throw a retweet on it right now. I can't believe it. Wait until you see how this giraffe befouled our good friend. Throwing a retweet I mean, it's, oof. Dude, do we have to put the giraffe down now since it violated? Yeah. yeah, no, they, they put did. him down. Yeah. yeah, immediately. Yeah. I mean, wait, once it gets the taste for human flesh like that, then uh, you well, know, and you he know. got the taste for giraffe as well. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I do know what you're saying, and he certainly did, John. So the giraffe was hung. No, no, they electrocuted him. Seven two seven five seven nine one two five. I'm really proud of that one. I'm actually still not really sure what happened, but I hope he's okay. <laughs> Thank you, John. Thank you. John gives me the kind of reaction to my jokes that I really need. <laughs> that was Thanks. Woo. Thanks. Uh, Gordon Ramsay is the latest celebrity to find himself in a little bit of uh, ethnic-based hot water. And uh, we'll tell you why next and decide if what he wants to do is uh, all right or not all right. New segment of the show. Uh, put a safe touch security system in your house and you'll sleep at night knowing that if someone smashes anything or crashes anything, a loud noise will go off and the cops will be at your house before you know it because of the safe touch two-way communicator. It will provide faster emergency response because of verified alarms. And it'll also reduce the possibility of false alarms. And when you're in a situation like that, you know seconds count. 
SafeTouch, their advanced system, will use a network of GSM towers, so you don't have to worry about phone line or internet connections going down. And SafeTouch has that patented smash and crash technology that'll stop crooks before they can enter your home or business. With a SafeTouch system, you're always connected to your home and your loved ones. You'll get a great little uh, app on your phone. It's not little. It's a normal-sized app on your phone that you can use to monitor your uh, liquor cabinet camera and your front door and all that stuff. So give them a call at 888-723-8682. That's 888-723-8682. Mention the promo code TAMPA or log on to safetouch.com. It's Drew Garabo live on 102.5 The Phone. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.